Formula One fans, welcome back to another Race Weekend Canada's F1 podcast. I'm your host, Dames Nellis, joined by team manager for Pro Racing Ontario, Daryl Timmers. I'm here. Fresh off a podium. P1 finish yesterday. Yes, decided to dust off the helmet, <laughs> uh, jump into a cart that I pulled out of a bin and... Yeah, there it is. I I didn't want to go out and qualify. It was a little bit uh, raining and uh, I just got over a cold. So I was like, I'm just going to start from the back and let everyone do their thing and ended up taking last lap, last corner win after, you know, sorry, Greg, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I just had to show you a little thing or two. (laughs) There's a reason he's on the podcast. He knows his way behind the wheels. And if you want to get behind the wheels, be sure to hit Daryl up. Uh, Mostport Karting Center, you're a Charles Leclerc kart dealer, yes. Pro Racing Ontario. They have all the intel, the know-how, even all of the uh, data that you see the Formula One guys yep. using. Daryl is your guy, so just hit him up. Uh, second thing, second, if you enjoy the podcast and you watch it on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe, or of course, you can stream us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, as well as Amazon, Google Play, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check us out. Just search Another Race Weekend. And with that being said, let's talk Formula One. If you listened to the last podcast, you didn't even need to watch this (laughs) Baku or Azerbaijan Grand Prix because we told you it would be a Red Bull 1-2 and poof, there it is. There it is. Max number one, (laughs) Perez number two. What did you make of the weekend for Red Bull on a whole and the drivers individually? Uh, Yeah, it was a a huge weekend for Red Bull. This was uh, a big, big punch to the gut for Ferrari. Um, you know, Max drove really well. He was controlling his tire deg the entire race. He um, he outperformed Perez on that aspect. Perez had out probably an outright better pace than him. You know, from lap to lap. But uh, in the end, Perez just couldn't hold on to his tires, and Max did. And Max was able to capitalize on that and take the win. And uh, at this point, I think uh, Max is starting to mature a lot more. He's starting to realize, you know, I need to control the race more instead of attacking and, and kind of take off. Um, so it was it was good to see uh, Max controlling it and and being a little bit more calm. I agree. We've talked in the past about yeah. the maturation of Max Verstappen, and maybe that's what's just been missing um, with the twenty twenty one championship going down the way it did. Yeah. Uh, had that being his only championship when his career was finished, let's say there yeah. would always be a little bit of a black Tarnished. eye on that, yeah. but. With the maturity over the offseason, you can see it. Even not putting it on pole and starting at P3 this yep. weekend, he really just settled in. There was no crazy risky stuff happening on, on the first couple of laps. He literally just said, you know what? All right, we'll take our time. Yep. It's like close to a two-minute lap, so yeah. we'll just Relax. pace ourselves, yeah. work with the team, and in the end, that proved to be the fair strategy. Yep. Question for you, though. Perez got a great jump, yeah. great launch, took the lead on the first corner. How did he cough up that week? Uh, in the end, he. In the end, he's he's driving the tire a little bit too hard. In the like, he was he said he had massive deg when he was talking to George after the race. He was saying how his deg degradation on his tires was unbelievable compared to what Verstappen was doing, and that's just you know maybe he has an outright pace. He is faster than than Max this weekend. He he did the fastest lap, and he was always you know out qualifying him or faster in practice. Um, but at that point, you know, maybe being on that edge of being really, really quick is good for qualifying, but it's not going to be good for the race just because you're going to, you know, wear out your tire a little bit more. Um, so that's where Max came in and, and kind of outperformed him a bit and just used uh, used the tires a little bit less, was a little bit uh, massaging a little bit more like like Hamilton used to do uh, last year. And, right. and it ended up, um, you know, outperforming Perez in the end. But, uh, you know, 
I think he, he realized, you know, uh, Max was quicker than him. And it wasn't like the team said, yeah, no fight in. But he just kind of like, okay, didn't even try to do anything. It was like, here you go, just go. I know you're quicker right now. My tires, I can feel going away. Mm. So just go. And if one of the Ferraris catch me, then maybe I can hold them up a little bit more for you. And, and then you can get that gap. But uh, as you can see, no Ferraris caught him. And, <laughs> and wow, that what a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend on the Red Bull side of things. Commanding lead both in the constructors and now it looks like it's going to be a dogfight between yeah. Perez and Verstappen. And Verstappen yeah. because let's be honest, Leclerc is behind the eight ball. Sainz, I believe, is just out of contention completely now. And Ferrari, as a team, also, the constructors looks a little shaky. Yeah, that's a big gap to, to make up in a, you know, it's going to have to be a couple of bad weekends from Red Bull like like both cars can't finish um you know then that might get them you know a, a good amount of doubles they have to finish one two when the Red Bulls don't finish so it, there's a lot of <laughs> factors that have to go on right now yeah, in order yeah, yeah. to bring Ferrari back into it they're not out but they're definitely at the bottom of the hill <laughs> okay let's break this down a little bit let's go with um let's go Leclerc signs Ferrari as a unit mm-hmm Leclerc wakes up this morning. He was devastated. Yeah. And this is where the Monaco strategy thing really shows itself mm-hmm. to be a complete blunder. Yeah. Because the blow is less significant. Yep. If he did if they did what they were supposed to do and come out P1 yeah. in, Monaco, in Monaco, right? Exactly. So Leclerc, what's going through his head this morning with the race coming up this weekend? This he's he knows he has to win. There is a must-win weekend. He has to have a, you know, get the fast lap. He's got to get it on pole. He's got to show that the Ferrari is fast, which it is. And I think if the car didn't blow, it would have been a really good race between them. They were on different strategies with all these safety car, well, the virtuals and all these things that were coming out. It made it for an interesting second half of the race. And I think his strategy might have actually played into that. I think he had yeah, with the I, strategy, I like with, so. the, with the first VSC that came out, they jumped in right away. The Red yep. Bulls, both of them stayed out. Yeah. And it was and it was a hard tire. It was a management thing. Could have came down to the last couple of laps for yep. sure. And then but, another VSC comes and then that could have been another, a, a another soft, fresh set yeah. of softs or Let's mediums go. or whatever was available. Yeah. Exactly. And I think at this point he has to realize, you know, I'm not out. I, I can't get into that state of mind because as soon as you're in that state of mind, it's really hard to get back out. So he has to realize he's not out of this. We're still early in the season. Yes, it's a very, 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 very steep hill to climb to get back into this. But, you know, before Silverstone last year, there was a 30-something point gap from first to second. And then all of a sudden, Hamilton wins and he's within 10 points again. Right. So it's not like it's, it's a two-race, you know, gap. But... Red Bull's had a lot of problems right now. They have had a lot of reliability issues with the DRS. They've had some problems with the engines. Mm-hmm. Like first practice, the DRS just broke. Like it didn't even work. So right. like, that's all. That, like, <laughs> it's one broke of those things. Duct tape. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like one of those things that they are having issues. So it's not like uh, last year when the, when the Merc was, was very strong and reliable. And the Red Bull was like, yes, it was strong and reliable, but it was like, it had its problems. And and really and truly, the only time Merck last year was having problems was when they crashed out. Right. So, you know, I think this year, both of the top teams are not bulletproof. They're not, they're still trying to sort their cars out. They're still trying to work on what this car can do, the limits of the car. How far can they push this engine with this body work on it? And I think right now... Red Bull's starting to figure out a little bit quicker. I think Ferrari is kind of stumped 
on what the heck is going on with their reliability. Um, this weekend was two totally different things. One was definitely an engine because uh, with with Leclerc, uh, with a power unit, I should say. And uh, with uh, science, it's got to be a gearbox transmission issue. Cause Sounded just, that way. Yeah, you just, as soon as you shifted, it was just like, <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, wow, that's not good. Yeah, there's some metal floating around <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and... And you, you would almost want, if both cars are going out, you want the same issue to, to kind of happen to both cars. And you're like, right. okay, well, that's the issue. But now that a gearbox went on one and a power unit went on the other, it's like, well, there's two issues that we have to solve now going into Mon to Montreal, and we're only five days out. With a quick turnaround. That's exactly. the thing. Like, we're, at, we're at the form of the season now where things are picking up, and yeah. it's going to be like in and every weekend yeah. there's racing. So the thing i have with ferrari is like if they haven't the reliability is an issue because yes. it wasn't just the two scuderias yeah uh magnuson uh, yeah. went out yeah and joe and went out he's yeah and that was and their you know engines or power units yep. or ferrari power units right and azerbaijan that top end speed yeah will put your engine under stress and, and how bumpy it is and and yep. the porpoising and everything going on those motors were taking a beating at this this weekend and it's it's not nice on them as you can see with the with the ferraris maybe it's something that maybe wasn't built as strong as they thought it was and it started to rattle a little bit more and mm. take shocks a lot more and hits to the cage it just a lot takes more. like one little hairline yeah. fracture that's like all it is thinner than a slice of paper because yeah. these things are so precise yeah it's it's, it's crazy that uh, you know how the how like i said how precise these engines are like the tolerances are are like you said like Insane. your Insane. your paper like your eyelash yeah that's yeah. how thick these tolerances are and and when the smallest thing can happen a pebble can get taken into the intake and then boom your whole entire engine's gone and that's just a little tiny rock that can screw your whole entire race up you know they have stuff to st help stop that from happening but you know it's just sub sim simple as that you know uh a little connecting rod chips a little bit inside or something stresses and it cracks a little bit and half of you know the outer the coating that's on the piston can or that's on the connecting rod can come off and go into the engine and that's blows it up you know and it, it's the smallest little things <laughs> with these cars and then the compound of it is the penalties yeah. right we're eight races in now um, at some point, you know, you're going to take engine penalties yep. for swapping out. You need to, though, because it, it, it's just so much. It's unbelievable how much strain yes. these, these these engines and these there power elements and these turbochargers yeah. and everything, even the suspension, like the bodywork. Yep. It's unbelievable yep. how much, you know, one Force, millimeter yeah. can just change everything. Yeah. Well, um, we've seen the, the, the pressure from the aerodynamics blow apart cars just from the air. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it, it was just, uh, Alpine yeah, earlier. Yeah, the whole side, the whole thing just up. blew apart and came off. I think the uh, same thing happened to Aston Martin once yeah. this year too as well. So it, these cars are... are are the pinnacle of motorsports these cars are the like designed for this one year of racing yeah, and that's it, it. That's like it. that is it they yeah. start from scratch again in the winter to build a new car to be like okay this is what we're changing for next season and these cars are constantly being changed constantly being worked on constantly being developed so sometimes they take a step in the right direction sometimes they stay take 10 steps back and when that happens you see stuff like that where you know the turbulence underneath the motor or inside the bodywork blows it apart or the engine can't take the the you know the, the long straightaways and i think it was like at 65 percent full throttle at ajabat yeah it's that's that's crazy that's for a crazy. racetrack that's crazy and yeah, yeah so <laughs> when you see stuff like this happening and it's you know and it's the high speed tracks 
it's bound to happen. You know, when you go to Monaco, you're not getting an engine blows up because you're not on full throttle half the time. Right. Um, but when you're at a track like Baku where the front straightaway is longer than... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Engine is just screaming. It's and you, screaming. Can, you know, the onboards were interesting. I remember watching an onboard, I think from his either... It was probably Seb... And they just didn't have enough gear to chase yeah. down Alonso. Like it was just it was literally just, just chipping. Yeah, just, 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 yeah. you know what Can't I mean. And it's just uh, this is all we got today. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. Definitely, definitely a strenuous track. It was a race of attrition in the end. There was like it was. four or five DNFs. Yeah. Um. And on the flip and, side of things, we're we're talking about reliability. Mercedes has that. Yeah. And that I think could be interesting in the constructors now yeah. because we're looking at a P3 and a P4. Yeah. Um, unexpected. Let's no. be honest. It, if 100%. it was a five-six, if yeah. Ferrari didn't go through it. Um, but at the same time, you know, the reliability is not really a question for no. Mercedes. They thought they were onto something in Barcelona. Evidently not, not because yeah. the. The, the porpoising was, was pretty bad. I mean, looking at Lewis Hamilton get out of that vehicle he yesterday, pain, it reminded man. me of getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, he was he was complaining. And they're, they're bringing up the fact that, you know, to both F1 and the FIA, yeah. this could be a safety issue now. It could. You know, the 65% open throttle, 200 miles per hour down a main straight into a hard 90-degree lefter. Yeah. It doesn't take much for these things to get airborne. It doesn't take much for them to be in the wall. Yeah. Like, so let's talk about that first, and then okay. we'll go over to Mercedes. Is this porpoising thing a big-time safety concern for Formula One? Um, I don't think so, because in the end, it's the teams that are making the car do it. They can stop it from happening. It's just the car slows down. That's the issue. That's it's not it's not a rule because you know Red Bull's not having crazy purpose and there's other cars that are not having it. It's just the cars that are designed in a way that it affects them, like the Mercedes, so much. They they're not going to change a rule because one of the teams is having a big issue. It's like change your car then, right? Everyone else is not having that issue. Not ever not that issue, but as severe of an issue, right? So why would you change rules if one team is the out of the ten are having an issue? Right, yeah, you know, you see the Ferrari doing it once in a while, but yeah, that was bad. Like you on the onboard with Lewis, it looked violent. Like his head was just bouncing up and down. And what people don't realize either is that that the seat is maybe an inch. Yeah, oh yeah, bottom of the seat to the the floor. floor. Yeah, every bump, every it's literally your lower tailbone just smacking the ground. Exactly, and two hundred kilometers an hour, miles an hour. It's not a cushiony seat either. No, no, no. Seats, they're they're com. Okay, they're molded to you, so they are comfortable. I'm not saying they're not comfortable, but they're not soft. Yes, it's a it's like a it's like a blanket's wrapped around you, but Picture your tailbone still being in a hard position. It's not a soft cushion underneath you. It's a hard like yeah. foam that they use to wrap around these guys to make sure that they don't move at all in the car. Right. So that because if they slide in the car, it's gonna off. It's gonna set the balance of the car off. If they go into a corner, they're gonna slide and boom, set the balance of the car off. Which goes back to what we were saying a few minutes ago in the conversation yeah. in regards to those things being so precise. Yeah. You yeah, know, like exactly. we're talking a millimeter of movement this way, it throws the balance off of the whole car. Like it, people think it's just you jump in a car and you drive, oh yeah, I drive my car like that every yeah. day. No, no, no. No, you don't. This <laughs> is the pinnacle of motorsport yeah. and every little fraction matters. Yeah. Um, Moving their butt forward a half a centimeter to a centimeter back up. This whole, that whole weight distribution is 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 pretty much balanced out by the drivers. So when right. they put a, a driver in the car, it's not like okay, you get comfortable. It's like how about this? This is the position you got to sit in. 
figure now it. try to get comfortable in that position <laughs> yeah. and then we'll mold the seat around yeah you. yeah and yeah. it's it like you know when when uh, russell took over for lewis that one race yeah with the and covid, with yeah, the yeah, COVID yeah. hit he got into the car and was like i can't fit in this he had right. to go down a shoe size and a half to get his feet into the car right like so it's it's one of those things where it's like no like we are going to make this car and we will put the driver in it we're not going to build the drive the car around the driver right. we're building this car and we're like okay now we need you to be in this position so now sit in that position and we'll mold something around you to make you comfortable that's the it's not the, yeah, it's not like your everyday sit down in a car and drive. Ain't no Cadillac. That's no, that's for sure. sure. That's for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. But it, in the end, it's it's not a regulation thing. Um, they can stop it. It's just like I said, the car slows down more, and they're trying to get their straight line speed. So they're going to get lower and lower and lower and lower to that ground. And the lower they get to the ground, the the better chance they have for porpoising. Because as soon as that the back air stalls on that splitter, Swat. that's what's going to start <laughs> happening, and it's going to start bouncing up and down again. So. They could stop it by raising the car, but you're going to be losing a lot of performance out of the car. So it's it's not really um, a regulation thing. It's just poor design, sorry to say, for Mercedes. And it doesn't look like they'll be able to abandon that because of the salary caps and the cost caps. Like, this is what they got. This is it. They got to yeah. just work with it now. Yep. Uh, let's talk about George Russell. Another podium. Uh, third P3 this yep. year. Uh, Mr. Top 5. They used to call him Mr. Saturday. Yeah. Now they're calling him Mr. Consistency. Yeah. And I just can't say enough about this guy. You know, it's a good thing we decided to put him up. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we pretty much nailed it this yeah, year. Yeah. I think that's the top. <laughs> yeah. That pretty much is the top six. Yeah. We pretty much nailed yeah. it. You know, um, no science, but that's all right. Yeah. We'll just leave that alone. I thought, um, <laughs> I thought that, I mean, George Russell, he was pretty much just lapping, but you know, another great weekend for yeah, him and the confidence just grows for him. Um, and he individually is keeping yes. Mercedes in the constructors fight, not to mention he is in the championship fight. He's in the mix yeah, he is. because he's finishing races yep. and he's putting good points on the exactly. board getting podiums yeah and like you said okay so let's say you know red bull has two dnfs a weekend we don't know for a fact that leclerc is gonna win yeah. or signs is gonna win or you know so eight races in i think george he's, he's got as good of a shot yeah. as i would say perez yep signs yeah whoever lewis not so much yeah i would say for sure you know you would you would be able to put him into the 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 same chance of Perez. Sure. Uh, no, of science. Science. I would say science. Perez has a really good chance. He's got a really good car. Yeah, because he has got a good it. car, so okay. he can go after to Vettel. You know, he can capitalize on those 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 DNFs from Vettel to Verstappen. Sorry, Verstappen. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, he can he can capitalize on Verstappen's like mistakes and get that championship from him. Um, he he shows that he has outright pace. On weekends, so it's not like he's he's, he's lacking slug in behind there. Yeah, he's just waiting. For exactly. It's not yeah. like he was just sitting there waiting for team to his team to tell him what to do. He's he's out there to win. And at this point, all it takes is literally one DNF from 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 uh, Verstappen, and he will take the championship. Correct. If he wins that race. I think there's a 21 point gap right yeah. now. So if he wins that race and Verstappen DNFs, he's the championship leader now coming out of Montreal. There it is. <laughs> oh, man. And that would make Verstappen's dad really, really happy. Oh, yeah. Very. Really, he really happy. He would become a fan of uh, Mr. Perez. And yeah, he might yeah. even try to go to Mexico and visit him a couple times. Yeah. Man. Uh, you know, when you put it like that. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. We were waiting for these, like, this regulation overhaul to make the racing more exciting. In ways it has. Yeah. In ways it hasn't. But 
if there were to be a mix-up yeah. where somebody leading the championship going into the season had no business yeah. leading the championship, I got to say, I think that's a win for Formula it 1. Is. And and if it is Perez, yeah. you know, to have him representing a country that isn't in Europe, yeah. technically, not North America, let's say, yeah. and they're trying to grow over there. Yeah. Mexico is a big city. It's it a is. big place. Mexico City is one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. They got a Grand Prix there. Like... Yeah, I've been to that Grand Prix. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's the, it's the party that happens there, the the atmosphere. Everyone's just there to have fun. Like, it's such a great atmosphere at the Mexican Grand Prix. And it, and for him to have that support of being his hometown and going into a race like that. If As he's, a leader in the chip. Exactly. Dog, oh, wow. Like, that would be wild yeah, if that yeah. was to happen. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. And Don't the, get me wrong. Like, and the, he's put so much time in with so many other teams. And he's built, like, he pretty much took, you know, um, took uh, Force India to what it was yeah. with BWT, or well, with um, Blue Mercedes. With, with the Blue Mercedes. Mercedes. Pink, Mercedes. Pink Mercedes. Pink Mercedes. Yeah, so, you know, he's, he's it's not like he's, he came out of nowhere. No, he's, he's put his time in, that's for sure. He's put a lot of time he's in been with a consistent some back driver. marker he's been, teams. He's been a consistent driver, yeah. too. Like. And, and if you look at it, he, he didn't get his first pole until like three years ago. You know, now that we're talking about this, the most incredible part of it would be to have him win the championship. Yeah. Two years after he got dropped from the team, yeah, like in that, like just great Hollywood story, yeah. right? There. It's just like, oh, how did that all work? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you started talking about George Russell, I ended up on yeah, Sergio sure Perez, does, but yeah, George it's Russell, good. George Russell. Uh, no, it's good. He, I mean, what, what more can we say? We've said it all about yeah. him. He just keep he just keeps delivering. Lewis Hamilton, I thought, had a strong race. He had a couple of overtakes in in there. He, he looked he coming looked, out yeah. of the car. You wouldn't expect no, that. No, when I when I saw him, I, I actually turned to my wife and I was like, hey, like. He actually he's looks actually good. Driving, yeah, driving, Mike, yeah. he actually looks good. It's like, it's, I'm not going to say it's he's back or anything. No, I'm no, going to no. say, he's, he's you know what? There. This might be a good step for his confidence to start coming back towards everyone again. You know, he he was making good passes. He was passing the Alpha Tories, which he hasn't been able to do all year. He's been stuck behind them for two or three races already. That's right. And for him to make that on both of them, that's a huge confidence. And they weren't him. they weren't on the straights. No, no, no. no. They, were, tight, they were they were tight, tight corners, corner yeah. passes, like you know. So yeah, I thought it was a strong race from him. I agree. Uh, we'll get into overwhelmed, underwhelmed, and surprised right now because there are a few things I want to discuss, but I feel like they will be in your overwhelmed, yeah. underwhelmed, <laughs> and surprised. So lay so, it on me. So the overwhelmed, I I gotta say Hamilton because I was like I was cheering for him. I yeah. was like, thank you, finally, we're seeing some sort of spark under you, man. You're not just sitting there anymore. Right. I was so happy to see. Like a little snippet of yeah. of Lewis again, you know of what yeah. we know, and yeah, expect of, from of making him. moves and yeah. trying stuff and do and you know like working at you know not just complaining like okay we got this we're gonna do this let's go and let's try this let's go here let's let's do stuff now he was like look in like you said he was in a lot of pain and I didn't think he was in that much pain until you got out of the car and I'm like the, he can't even move like when he was walking it was like he had a walker yeah. he was like oh my gosh like in a lot of pain so. I, I, I'm I'm overwhelmed that to see that he's back, you know, not back. He is starting to look like he's getting comfortable in the car, get his confidence back. Maybe in you know he he does perform in Montreal, so maybe that have uh, that. Hey man, have, that's uh, where he got his first win. Yeah, so maybe the first Canada win of the loves year. you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> come on down and let's win it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then come over to Mosport, man. Yeah. Let's do some laps. Yeah, we can put you in uh, a Charles Leclerc car. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, it's on us though. It's yeah, on yeah us. no problem, no problem. Maybe I'll put a pro sticker over there. You go. Yeah, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. put a pro sticker on that. Uh, let's go with underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Okay, so I, I 
honestly, science. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with him right now. I, There's I, so many errors that I agree. out of him. I agree. Yeah. Because he, he had a quick car yeah. this weekend. And I like Carlos Sainz. But right off the rip, he wasn't in the mix. No. And he, wasn't, he wasn't there. And DNF mechanical. Okay, and, oh. fine. DNF mechanical. Yeah. But, like, but you weren't there. No. You yeah. know? So They just gapped him. And he was kind of just in between Russell and... And Verstappen and just sitting there like, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna pull away with these guys, but I'm not gonna keep with them. So right, I don't know what's going on with them. He it, it just seems like he just can't in race form. He cannot put it together. Like he looks good in quality. He looks good in in P1, P2, P3, but he just I don't know. He just can't put it together in the race. I I, I, I completely yeah. agree with that sentiment. You know, and it, it kind of reminds me of Perez last year. Yes. It looks yeah. very Perez 2021. But then science last year was like, holy, we were, all we kept saying was like, holy crap, this guy's adapted. <laughs> I, know, I know it's true. I, I just think, you know, he's, it's not a pace thing. It's more of a, a like it's brain farts out there. Yeah. Like what happened in Australia and like. The Australian one was bad. Yeah. What happened after that was it Imola? He got Imola, tapped, yeah, he got he got tapped, tapped by Ricardo. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, right off the rip, right yeah. off the, 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 the lights went out and, and you know, there were some moves being made and yeah. there was a. But there was no real aggression from him. He yeah. was just, he was just there. Yeah, surprised. Surprised. Uh, I gotta say, George, just because you know he's so consistent, and I, no one expected this. No, if anyone told me at the beginning of the year that George Russell will finish in the top five in every race to start the first eight races or six races, seven races, seven, seven or eight, seven races, seven races, seven eight, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Start off the season at that consistent, being that consistent, I would have I would have bet a thousand dollars that he wouldn't do that. Here's the thing. We should place a wager. I think George Russell gets taken out of a race, meaning an incident with somebody yeah. or a DNF mechanically mm-hmm. before that'll be the first time he finishes outside, outside of, of the, the top, top five. five in twenty twenty two. I would take that. Yeah. That's my hot yeah, take. I think so. I think so. At this point he is because that fifth car. The confidence is just yeah. you could just see it. <clears throat> yep. You know what you can see it. Like he doesn't have the greatest car on the grid, but he's used to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And anything from the Williams is a step up as we've been saying. Yep. And you can just see in his interviews, like He's delighted to be where yeah. he's at because he knows yep. he's punching above his weight class yeah. right now. Yeah. And all he's thinking to himself is, I'm with, I'm with the best team yeah. statistically. Maybe not right now, yeah. but in this generation, this is a solid team. And when they turn this thing around... Oh, oh, and, I, and he hopes boy. it's very soon. Yeah, it's, but it's, even if it's not, yeah, even if it's not, yep, he's well, a young he's, guy. Yeah, he's there for he's, he's there, there for a long he's time. There, right? He's there for a long time. I'm surprised because I I thought you would have thrown Seb or Gasly in the mix. The other one I was gonna say. Okay, I was gonna say Seb or Ricardo because he he had a decent run. Yeah, he, he had a run. very good. We yes. had to, we have to bring him up because we waiting for it. He's he showed he had good pace. He passed Lando. He, no, he, he defended for Lando. Yes. He could have gone by him. And I think that was part of the reason that Lando caught back up to him later on in the race. Because he was pushing a little Because bit. he was pushing right. and, and, you know, he, he could have passed him and gapped him a little bit more. And Norris would have came back to Gasly and then he would have had to battle with him. And that kind of would have spaced him out a little bit more. Um, but I also think, you know, he needed this confidence boost to be ahead of him. I, I'm not a I'm not very big of a fan to be like Norris being like why am I staying behind him? It's like well he 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 made sure 
you didn't lose any positions at the beginning of the race, so you can go in and take your pit stop in the position you were. Yeah. And he bl- defended for you. He blocked for you. He was If he wasn't there, you would have been eaten up by that guy. It was very Netflix. Yeah. Norris yesterday. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, why? I, I understand. I understand that that was for, for strategy, for strategy but, not for but position. Yeah. And it was like, well, technically it was because he was all over you and he stayed behind you because they said, don't pass him. Stay behind and defend yeah. for Norris. Yeah, so he I can agree. Get a that came across out. in the later stages yeah. of the race. And I was like, so it's huh. like, And then the team, but I love McLaren because McLaren turned to him and goes, he just did this for you in the earlier in the race. You're going to do the same for him. We're returning the favor right Fair now. is fair. Yeah. And I think that's a genuine approach, especially when they know right up at the top, like Zach Brown, Andreas Seidel, they know Ricardo needs a win. They, he needs an he injection needs, yes. of confidence right this. now yeah. to come around to the car. And hopefully this is the shot in the arm coming into Canada, which is this weekend, yeah. by the way. Um, it's been a while. It is. 2019 yeah. was the last race. Of course, that was the race between Hamilton and Vettel. Where yeah, you know Vettel well, got yeah. penalty and da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, we'll keep it there. I, yeah, we'll keep it there. I, you know, without looking at the clip. Yeah, and it could go either way. Yeah, that yeah, one either, way, either way. Yeah, either way, it, it is what it is. Like he he did come back on the track a little bit, but <laughs> at that point you're fighting the car from staying on the track. Braking zone too. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> so I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Like he did blow the braking zone, and if he had made the corner, then everything would have been different. Um, but obviously if he blows the corner, then it's like, okay, well you got to give up the spot cause you technically gained position by doing that. So, right. and, and, and to say about the, the surprise with Vettel, like I, I was going with him until he started to make the mistake, like until he made Ocon. the mistake. Yeah. Ocon. And I was but like, but he still managed to put together a good race. Like yeah. you got to think, man, that Aston back. Martin, that Aston Martin. Yeah. Like. He came I mean, back. he finished in the points. I think he finished P six. Yeah, he and he was and he was coming. And he for, was in yeah, there. He was coming. So I so. thought it was a good race from him, and it was nice to see. Like yeah. you know, it was nice to see Vettel still out there. Yeah, having fun. Frisky. Yeah, yeah. You know? I agree. I agree. I was I was thinking that, but it, like I said, as soon as he made the mistake, I was <laughs> I like, well, come on, man, that's old Vettel. Like, he made the mistake, but the pirouette was perfect. Yes, it was. Man, just, <laughs> just slant, like an inch from the wall. <laughs> and kept going right spun away. Spun it around. Yeah. Spun it around. Yeah. Anyhow, we look forward to this uh, Formula One coming to Canada. This is Canada's F1 podcast. Can't wait. Um, predictions <laughs> for this weekend. This is going to be tough because, you know, the, it is a straight line track like uh, like Baku, but it also has some tight technical sections with those S's. You know, the S's are very tight corners. Some of them are, are you know, second gear corners when you're coming in. Then you got can- the, the champion's wall coming out of the last corner. You know, there's, there's Montreal always puts a good race on. It, there's always a, like good strategies that happen. It's always a good passing zone. There's lots of passing zones, actually. So I honestly think... Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ferrari comes back. I'm gonna say Ferrari comes back. But oh, I, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure they're coming back. Um, I think there might be a little bit of elbows out now, seeing that Ferrari needs to to kind of hey, anything if anything they have everything to lose if they crash into me. True. So let's see what happens now when oh that good old Verstappen is in this yes <laughs> in this little predicament and he can't take that risk of of crashing with them and if they put him in that position and he crashes out they're going to be like well there it is there it is right and and you're back out of that points lead you know so 
The last thing he wants to do is be losing to his teammate right now in the championship. Facts. And Facts. if him and Leclerc are going back and forth at it, this is where the maturity is going to have to come in and be like, hey, man, you're far behind. Take it. I'll just put you points know, on the board. Yeah, I'll put points on the board, pad it with my teammate. And I think at this point, if they crash out, Red Bull has the most to lose. <laughs> totally. Well, we yeah. look forward to that, of course. Yeah. Once again, F1 on home soil back in Canada for the 2022 GP. Uh, we look forward to bringing you another podcast after that. Once again, just a reminder, you can like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Just search Another Race Weekend. And of course, we are streaming all over the DSPs, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. We're there. We're everywhere. All, all right. Over. All over. Everywhere. For Daryl Timmers, <laughs> I'm Dames Nellis saying farewell. And we'll chat to you after the Canadian Grand Prix.